Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 98 of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. We are, what, three days away? No, two days away from Halloween being behind us? Thank God. Oh yeah, you're terrified of it. Let me ask you a question. Do you get get trick-or-treaters in the city? Like, at your apartment? I think so. I think we have to sign up on a list so people know which apartments to go to. Because you can't just be going around knocking on everybody's door. Wow, that must be like a post, like, I don't know, 9-11 thing, I guess. I don't know if it's a post-9-11 thing. It might just be management of, I guess, like, schedules or, or people's times or whatever. Because if you think about it, I got 17 floors in this building. Apartments running from A to Q on every floor, maybe, except for, like, the top two penthouse floors. Okay. That's a do the math real quick. What is that? Fifteen times whatever A to Q is. A to Q is like twenty, I think. So well, eighteen. So whatever it is, yeah. Let's just say twenty, right? Um, and then fifteen times twenty, three hundred apartments. Uh, plus add another like ten, right? Uh, or maybe we'll call it three hundred and twenty apartments. Mm-hmm. If even if like half are participating. You'd still be knocking on a lot of doors that aren't participating. Yeah. Um, and I know that when I used to live in Delaware, and it was a massive uh, apartment complex, what they did was they gave you an orange piece of paper to like tape onto your door so kids would know to come and trick-or-treat at your door. Oh. Uh, this is like a whole this – is, this is such an intense level of complication, but it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean the great thing about those old apartment buildings was – there was like a, a central staircase that you, and there was like uh, glass from the outside that you could see through. So you could see the door to every apartment building. You just couldn't like obviously see into their apartment. Right. So as kids, you just run up to the little like uh, unit, and each unit had probably five floors, uh, two floors in every apartment. So each unit had about ten apartments, and it was like a sprawling. It was called Top of the Hill Apartments. It was on Silverside Road. It's, um, yeah. Uh. And you can just run up to the building and sort of look and be like, all right, this apartment has one on the top floor, two on the fourth floor, one on the third, you know, and just be like, okay, are we going in or not? Nothing worse than just going to an apartment and there's like no one there. And you're like, well, I thought we, I thought we got this. I thought we talked about this. Yeah. There's no like universal sign to say, I'm not doing this unless you put a sign that says, I'm not doing this outside. Because with the house, the clear, the clearest sign is just all the lights are off, no decorations, lights yeah. are off. You're like, all right, we're not going there. And yeah, I guess I guess I never thought about it. So when I was saying it might be like a post nine eleven thing, I'm thinking that it's because people are worried about like the safety safety of their kids. You know, it just seems like this new generation of parents uh. has this intense worry for their children and they can't leave let them out of their sight. Meanwhile, meanwhile, when I was a kid, by the time my oldest brother was, we'll say, I think in like fifth or sixth grade, we were typically doing trick or treating uh, by ourselves with little to no yeah. escort from from our parents. And I think so, our parents liked the fact that it was a day off or a night off for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And uh, yeah, we we lived in a townhouse in Rockville, Maryland at that, Maryland at that time, and so we were. Um, you just go up and down the uh, the row of townhomes. And like everybody participated, so it was great. 
came back yeah. with tons of candy. Except my dad at the time, he was really worried about like people poisoning the candy because I guess that was like a thing that was happening in the news or that happened a couple of times. I feel like they talk about that every year. Like, candy. hey, better check your uh, your candy for razor blades. Right. It's like, who's taking the time to put razor blades? First of all, you got to buy razor blades, <laughs> right? And you got to wait for that two-day shipping. And then you got to like buy candy and that costs some money. And then you got to resist the urge to eat all the candy. Right, they're peanut M and M's. God knows, it's over. Yeah. Well, first of all, how am I going to put a, ra- a, uh, a razor too. in a peanut M and M? You got to cut the razor in bits. So you got to use a razor blade to cut the razor blade. C- can you use a razor blade to cut a razor blade? I don't think so. Not without a lot of pressure. Right, and I ain't trying to hurt myself. You know, I'm trying to hurt other people. I'm not trying to hurt myself right now. Right. So it just it doesn't seem like the best use of anybody's time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. My, so my dad, he used to, uh, he, he actually used to check our candy. Or at least said he checked our candy. So we wouldn't have access to our candy for a few days. A few days? Mm-hmm. I think so, at least. But Was he like Jack Bowering the candy? <laughs> like, who do you work for? <laughs> it's probably just. He was a, eating the candy. You just, Let's just be honest with each other. Yeah, you just wait. My dad, uh, you, so you just wait, like, probably a few days to see, oh, did, is anyone in the neighborhood sick or hurt? I'm like, nah, all right, cool. You can eat your candy then. Wow. That's like full quarantine. Basically. That 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 does make sense, right? Let the other kids do the hard work. Why go through the trouble trouble of like looking to see if there's holes in the bags or like the holes of like the, the wrapping of your candy. If you just oh, yeah. wait to see if other kids have taken a hard L, then you know, all right, this candy's not safe. I mean my parents did something similar, but their rule was does this candy look cheap? <laughs> if it looks cheap, can't eat it. Yeah, we we couldn't it, the candy had to be in wrappers. I mean, I don't really remember if anyone ever gave candy without wrappers anyway, but candy definitely had to be in wrappers. Right. But yeah, I think it was just sort of a does this look bummish? And if it looks bummish, like come on, we we came too far to be eating bum candy. Yeah. It's like you shut up and they got after dinner mints like that's that's it. Are you ser- yeah, I, and people have done that. Like, I got a bowl of the after dinner mints. Like, are you, are you crazy right now? Just, just take a little spoon and shove some into your bag. <laughs> no, honey, get enough for all the trick or treaters this year. What? Um, I saw the uh, costume that you wore. Oh yeah. Do you look good? Oh, thank I you. I I I I don't know. So like, I was really upset with the. Well, not upset. I'm maybe upset. Fine word. Oh, I I don't like the quality of the outfit, dude. So I'll just tell you the the outfit costs fifty dollars, right? And that costs fifty dollars. Yeah, the outfit costs fifty dollars. Now the outfit came with the jacket, right? It came with Ooh. with the wig, and it came with what is called a shirt front. It's not a shirt; it's a shirt front. Oh yeah. I why I don't get it. Why not just make dude, a full shirt out of it? Because cost the thing, savings. Yeah, I know. I know the thing is basically an apron. Like they might as well just call it an apron. It just doesn't go that down that low to protect you. Like if you wore that as an apron, but it's effectively an apron. Like it has Velcro around the collar, so you, so you stick that around your neck and then you tie the back around you. And I'm like, this is this is so much work for fifty dollars. Now, yeah, I got a wig and I got the jacket out of it, but these are things I'm literally never gonna wear again. Unless I mean, I could wear them on Halloween again in the future. You know, five six years down the line. But what were you for Halloween to for everybody? Oh yes, you're right. Good point. I might have to splice that in somewhere. I was Prince. I was Prince and Lena. You don't got to splice like, nothing. Yeah, just let it I, ride I go for like a full minute. Just just ranting about this outfit and people are like, what the fuck's he talking about? 
So Lena was Tina we Turner. We're going to do a live. We're going to do a live. <laughs> Lena was Tina Turner, and I was Prince. And uh, the, beef, the, the original. She couldn't be Apollonia? No. We, we did talk about Apollonia. We talked about Vanity. Um, yeah. Who, who I didn't know. Vanity passed away this year in February. Oh. Yeah. But. Um, it's probably not. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm probably saying that she probably appreciated her privacy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like what? Prince Prince passed this summer, or it was it was before that, right? Before the summer. Um, but you know, big news I think there. It was before the summer, that was big yeah. news. Um, okay, so so it's so, a yeah. good thing you guys were in Ike and Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we sent um, the wrong message. Yeah, that would that wouldn't be good luck. So, we um, the original plan was actually to be a flight attendant and a pilot. And I'm I've been really frustrated with with the uh the costume stores. I I saw the Reddit post. I don't know if you saw it a few weeks ago that said that all of the Halloween city stores that pop up around this time of year, they're owned by the company Spencer's, mm-hmm. and apparently Spencer's makes like fifty percent or a quarter. I think it was fifty percent of their their yearly revenue. During this, uh, during, uh, from, or I guess during these few months that the stores are open. Okay. And so, for anyone who's ever been to those Halloween city stores, like the Halloween costume shops, the quality of the outfits are typically pretty poor. And the, the, the types of costumes are, are terrible to me. Like, there's very few outfits in there that I would actually wear. And so, I'm wondering, were these the same exact type? Were these the same types of stores that existed when we were young? Did these stores really exist when we were young? And if they did, was the quality the same? And I just wasn't paying attention to the quality because I feel like the kids' outfits are a little bit more creative, but the adult outfits—you have like for for men, for example, they have like cheeseburger, a tumbler full of beer. Um, they have like I don't know all these silly, just ridiculous things that I would never everywhere and then they have for women most of the costumes are just sexy blank like sexy nurse or sexy sexy flight attendant and it's like what like can you just get a regular outfit somewhere maybe but i think we just weren't paying attention to it as a kids yeah same, same because we were same trying to stuff. be something interesting um i don't know if we were also uh privy to what adult women were wearing during halloween yeah, maybe. I mean, because that's something I would have remembered. <laughs> I, I mean, let's I guess, be real with yeah, each other. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I wasn't hanging around too many like 18 to 27 year old people in general uh, when I was well, a kid. Even just like uh, even like uh, college kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we, we so basically we went to the store uh, because the flight attendant thing just wasn't going to work out, or the pilot flight attendant thing wasn't going to work out because. For every, for some reason, every year, Lana and I were, were always like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna plan this like a month in advance. We're gonna figure out what we want to do. We get an idea in our head, and I'm like, okay, you know, cool, flight attendant, pilot, that's good. I like it.' And then I I feel like I've always thought there's more time to get the outfit, and then before I know, it, it's like here. So what happened was there was a party on um, Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday. I can't uh, Thursday Thursday night, right? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Lena's current manager, and so for I thought that this party was next week for some reason. I thought I guess I just thought Halloween was next week, so all these parties are next week. But it turns out all these parties are this week, and I need this outfit like now. So it's 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 a uh, it's Wednesday afternoon, and I'm sitting there like, oh shoot. Well, first of all, I'm definitely not getting a pilot. 
but Lynn also didn't have the outfit to get for the flight attendant. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to one of these stores. I'm going to find something that like looks decent. And I found a phantom, just super generic phantom. It's like, it's like a black cloak. It has a black mask. It had these glasses that light up. And, uh, and then I was just going to buy like, a staff for it. Right. It's like 20 bucks. Right. So, okay. Like the, the outfit itself was 20 bucks. I'd get the staff like 10 bucks. So the whole thing would be like 30. It would get the job done, whatever. So we're about to like leave. And Lane is like, oh, but I found like this Prince outfit. And I'm like, okay, like, let's see it. Cause she's like, doesn't want to say, I really think you should wear Prince. She's like, oh, I found Prince, but it's okay. We can go. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's look at it at least. And so we go over there and I look at it and I'm like, all right, you know, it looks fine. Look at the price tag. I'm like, oh, it's $50 though. Like, do I want to spend $50 on this? So after some back and forth or whatever, and well, internal back and forth, I decided just to get the Prince outfit. I, I clearly knew that the, that's what Lena wanted to wear so we could do the couples thing. Right. So, so I got it. Was she happy that you got it? She was. And I complained about it a lot because, <laughs> because the shop materials <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so, so was she still happy that you got it? She was happy that I got it. She wasn't happy with my complaining. And uh, and so we went you, to the party. You wanted the one way. Yeah. I <laughs> but it's the other way. I'm just like, well, if I'm going to – and the uh, the cashier, I guess she was the manager. She goes, wow, like I thought we were going to sell a lot of these. I thought this was going to be the most popular outfit this year and that may be my first one that I've sold. And I'm like, damn, no wonder $50. Can, like, can I get a discount? You know? <laughs> You well, know? it's also like, well, how many people are you thinking going to try and rock this, right? Yeah, and I think what she was thinking too, she was like, you know, there's a lot of like young kids who probably don't even really know who Prince is. Like, sure, we hear a lot about it in the news, but were people really, were like young people really affected? Yeah. Like, were you really a fan or did you just stream to save Nelly type of thing? Right. Yeah. So... Uh, go to, uh, one thing I did think about doing though was taking a basketball with me and I was going to be, I was going to be Dave Chappelle imitating Prince. That would have been, uh, well, first of all, you wouldn't even have to need to be Dave Chappelle because Prince can ball. Right. That's the thing. That's the, that's the story. Prince can actually play play basketball. So I was in platform shoes. Yeah. I I wasn't going to seriously like say, oh, you know, I'm Chappelle. I was just going to have a basketball. Just kind of be a prop. See people get it. Yeah. Um, and Lana was like, oh my God, do that for next year. For for her work party, so we had three parties to go to. The one was on Thursday Dang. for her work party, and then um, on Saturday I went to one of my old college friends' house, and then I and then after that we went to uh, Lena's former manager's house. She like does this party every year. Always wants Lena to come, or always wants us to come. Really, so uh, they do they do it up big. Their parties are always great. And so we um we we go on on Thursday and Lena I was like oh I should have brought a basketball she's like I don't think anyone else would get that other than the two of us we show up and like a whole group of people are like oh you should have like brought a basketball or something like that get like, out of here get out of here <laughs> so, are you serious right now yeah so um so oh, I was dude. Like, All right, perfect uh, for Saturday at least cuz I at least have the pro- the approval of these people right cuz this is like a work this is like a work event so there's you know people of all sorts of ages so I figure well for the other what, two were, parties, what was, uh, were people of all sorts of ages letting you know that they knew that he could ball? Uh, there was more of the people that were our age, but still, you know, that, okay, that's fine. Enough people, yeah, enough, enough. The fact that it's not going to be just the two of us, yeah. So okay, and I figure, okay, well, worst case scenario, I just I just take it to my friend's party. I know that they all know who Chappelle is. They all know that skit. And I leave my house yesterday, and I forgot the ball. Oh my god! 
I was I was also contemplating taking a pan of pancakes. <laughs> but that was gonna I be mean, way too much work for me. Like, way too much work. You gotta make pancakes now, they're gonna go bad, you're gonna eat some. Gotta take some of the pan. It just yeah, didn't feel like doing it. So so Did yeah. anyone talk to you about Potentially have, having brought a basketball to that second party at the at the third party, so the work one. So I didn't say anything about it with to, to the one uh, at my friend's house, but the one with her former manager. There was a group of people that asked me. They were like, "Okay, well, let me ask you: Are you Prince or are you Dave Chappelle impersonating Prince?" <gasps> and that's when I was like, "Yeah, I thought about bringing the basketball, and I forgot." Oh my god! I think the pictures are. You could can you imagine? Fantastic! If I if I had the basketball, if I was like balling on Lana, like palming the ball, doing like a crossover, you know? Yeah, that was. Can you imagine the Vine? I mean, R.I.P. Vine. But can you imagine if you just cr- tried to cross over her? She fell down. <laughs> like if she did like a like a stunt fall. Yeah, yeah. Um, a Pratt fall, even dude. This is next year. Can we can, can we save the costume? You spent fifty dollars on it. I'm definitely saving the costume. It's going a little. It's going in a bin with my Pharaoh costume from last year. They'll be busted out at some point in the future, provided I don't gain a ton of weight and can't fit in them. Well, you better not gain a ton of weight. I feel like you'd have to gain a lot of weight to not fit in those one size fits all costumes. That is so. not a challenge. You just issued yourself. <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. It was it was a good time though. You know, just getting Sounds out, like socializing, having. Uh, it's it's good to see my my college friends and everything like that. Um, it's I was invited to three parties, and so I feel bad that I had to not go to one of them. Um, and it wasn't even like we didn't we didn't I didn't pick I didn't pick it on the basis of like oh which one was I invited to first. I didn't really think of it that way. I just thought of it in terms of which can I hit, which like can I hit all three? No, okay. Well, what can I do to hit two? And if and uh, there was just one from that was super far away from the other two, so we just went to these two because they were closer together. I mean, look at you, just a socialite on Halloween. People people love their Halloween parties, and I feel like these three people are doing them every single year. So um, so last year we did – so the one I went to with, uh, with my friends from college, this is their first house. I don't know if they did a Halloween party last year. If they did, I definitely didn't go to it. Um, so what? Now so, they got a house, So though. next year, we're likely to get invited to all three of again, but one of them is going to have to get cut out. Or I mean, never make yourself constantly available. You know this. Yeah, you people know, you will really appreciate it when you show up. Yeah, you don't want to be on the like. You don't want to come in for like thirty minutes and then just leave. No, that's 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 a bad look. Yeah, and even this year we did like an hour to an hour and a half. I think at each one. That's a good amount. And yeah, Lena has work today, so that's the that's also the major reason for why we left when we did. We had to make sure we gave we provided ample time for each party. And still got her home on time so she can go to bed. Now, the good yeah. news is she's starting a new job with a new team. And so she'll actually have regular weekends finally. So she'll have, oh. yeah, she'll have Saturdays and, and Sundays off. And when people do events like these on Saturdays, like, like these Halloween parties were, we'll actually yeah. be able to stay till like, you know, midnight or whatever it is. I mean, you can also like start doing stuff on weekends, like proper now. Like yeah. you have a, you, you have a weekend to like, I don't know. Come up to the city. Yeah, exactly. Or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also have friends too, like some couples that you know they uh, they want to get they want to get together, get dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's really hard because Saturday is like the best time for that, and so people want to get together on Saturday nights. Like, oh, let's get together like eight o'clock for Saturday. We'll get dinner on, at eight o'clock, and like, and that's late for Lena when she's usually in bed by eight. Or I'm sorry, by by ten, she's usually in bed by ten. So then she has to like come back to my house, get her car, drive back home, thirty minutes, 
get ready for bed. By that point in time, it's like 11. So, yeah. yeah what's the point? Yeah. It, for now, it's just a whole lot easier to plan or, or just accept because I don't have to, I don't have to be worried. I think I worry about it more than she does, but I won't have to worry about, you know, her being tired the next day at work. Yeah. You just looking out for her. Yeah. I just, you know, no, who likes, who likes going to work just super tired? It's really hard to get out of bed and it's really hard to perform. So. At least that's how that's how I find it. I don't know about totally. People. No, I get it. Yeah, I went to a uh, coworker had a uh, sort of a, a get together last night, and they made some Indian curry, and then they also made some Vietnamese curry, and that shit was awesome. Um, the garlic naan was the size of my face. Uh, I had seconds, and I may I might even had thirds. You might. And this girl. Uh, who's sitting next to me? She goes, "You want to help me finish this?" And I go, "Don't mind if I do." And I just went right in, and she just stopped eating. She goes, "I can't finish this." And I go, "I know you got you got to play for two people." She goes, "I know. I thought my boyfriend was gonna help." And I go, "Well, he's on the sofa. Like this dude who ate, he passed out. Like in the middle of the meal, he got up and was like, let me just take a second.' Went onto the couch and passed out. Uh- I come to find out, he just uh." He just flew back from somewhere, and so he had massive jet lag. Oh. Um, but I was like, is this is this dude for real right now? Like, he passed out in the middle of the meal. Um, but he ended up uh, rallying later, so. I was like, this is the plot of, like, a bad, like, high school party film. You, yeah. You, you show up. You show up next to this girl, and she's eating. She's like, oh, will you help me finish this? You don't know this girl at all, just, you know, for the sake of the movie's plot. And you're like, yeah, you got the, you got a food for two people. You're like, she's like, yeah, I got some for my boyfriend. And you're like, where is he? No, no, where to be found? Probably could, could be passed out right next to her. But that's that's your end right there, Sandy. Is that my end? That was your end. Yeah, and the, and the plot um, of this terrible movie. Yeah, right. Uh, this sounds like a Disney Channel original movie. Is it really? This, this sounds a little too mature for Disney Channel. Uh, well, maybe they, they're trying to vie for a new demographic. You don't know. You yeah. don't know what their business models are. They were just tracking their, their, their youths as they grow older. So Yeah, I got dinner with a friend this week, and he was telling me that he was uh, going to be uh, – he got, like, the roller uh, shoes. Uh, oh, I yeah. I the Heelys. The wheelies. Heelys, wheelies, whatever. Heelys, Heelys. yeah. Um, and he was going to be a character from Brink, Team Puppins. Oh, snap. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I see you. Um, oh my gosh, that that when he said that, uh, we just started going through all the <laughs> all the Disney Channel movies, all the Disney Channel. That was such a big thing when they used to come out. Yeah, once a month, man. So once a they month. They were really hit or miss, though. Like, let's be real. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, they didn't. Ha- I mean, the content back then was just so much different, right? Yeah, for like, sure. They're not looking for greedy reboots of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were just um, churning out those ideas. That's, that's that's pretty impressive. How many movies they can come out with each month? Each month, and like, just like full, like feature length movies, right? I mean, do do you have like a favorite? Man, um, I think the obvi- I think the obvious choice really is Brink. Um, Brink was good. I'm trying to I'm trying to recall some of the other ones that I actually like. I don't. I remember like like Eddie's million dollar cook off. I think that's what it was called. That was good because he was black. I get it. <laughs> Eddie was not. Eddie was not black. I just remember. I just remember, wait, wait, wait. Eddie wasn't black. No, Eddie wasn't black. Eddie was white, and he and his dad, his he he really enjoyed cooking. Well, I don't even know how he found out that he liked cooking, 
but he liked cooking, and his dad he wanted. And he to- wasn't the and he wasn't the uh, the kid from like Smart Guy or something. No, um, that movie. There was another movie. So there was there was there was one with the Maori siblings. So with with Taj Maori and then yeah. the, and then uh, Tia and Tamara, and that what was happened to that? that was the that movie that was when um, the grandmother and the grandfather. Um, I think I think the guy from Smart Guy he was like working on some science experience experiment. And it made them go like revert back to being like eighteen years old. Yes, that was a good movie, actually. Uh, that was actually that, surprisingly touching. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it though. But the- about like uh, regret and all that, like that that hit some heavy topics. Yeah, for a Disney Channel original movie. I just remember being really excited whenever they announced a new one. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Yo, it's coming out on this date." I don't know what you're doing. I go, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm watching this movie. Um, don't nobody hit me up for nothing. What was your favorite? It would probably be either um, Brink, Johnny Tsunami. Oh, fuck. I forgot Johnny Tsunami. That was great. Johnny Tsunami was good. Do you remember that movie, Alley Cat Strike? No, I don't. There was a black dude in that movie. Um, this, this, so it was like a... Two competing high schools on opposite ends of town uh-huh. are always uh, at it. Uh, they're always like competing in basketball and everything. And it, there's like a town competition, and the winner gets to take home like some like kitschy trophy or whatever. Uh, and then there's a bowling club, and they're all sort of like treated as losers uh, in the in the school. And then the star basketball guy is like, I don't know, I think he sort of picked bowling or somebody picked bowling as like the the sport that'll be a tiebreaker or something and then it comes down to the uh, the nerdy hacker looking girl being able to bowl a 7-10 split i remember that movie that movie's great yeah you know what we i, I gotta pull these up uh disney channel original movies oh on netflix interesting i need i need the whole list they said a list of disney channel original films we're gonna go through this I'm going to tell us what we think, all right? By the way... Uh, Ooh, this, this started in 83. Really? Wow. We're not going that far back. Um, those don't exist me. Oh, Disney Channel original movies. All right. This started in 97. Okay. Do you remember the movie Under Wraps? Under Wraps. I'm sure I'm going to remember it if you tell me the plot. Um, it is considered to be the first Disney Channel original movie, also known as DCOM. Um, three 12 year old kids discover a mummy in the basement of a dead man's house. It comes alive due to the conjunction of the moonlight during that time of the month. Hmm. I don't remember this. Alright. Um, you lucky dog. Do you remember that? I don't. I'm, I pulled up this list too, though. I don't Dude, remember. Dude, there's a. Alright. We can only go back to. Gosh, oh my have, god. They still make this in Channel Hurt <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's. 2016? Yeah. October 7th? This goes too far. This goes too far. Wow, so, dude, Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie, had an 11.4 rate. Oh, because they made High School Musical. Oh. High School Musical 2 had a rating of 17.2. Man, they were rolling in it. Yeesh. I thought, I, I honestly thought High School right, Musical back, movies were, go back. were on, on uh, were in theaters. I think I think the later one was. Oh. That was like Zac Efron's yeah. big jump, right? Yeah. All right, so Brink was in 98. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, Halloween that, Town. I remember seeing that. I didn't even know that that was a Disney Channel original movie. I remember seeing that like on DVD or on VHS in school. Yeah. 
Um, not Halloween Town wasn't good. I give that I give that two Disney Channel logos out of five Disney Channel logos. <laughs> <laughs> Xenon Girl of the Twenty First Century. You That's the that big one. one. Yeah, that, that was a big one. That was Hilary Duff, right? No, it's not. It's, it's it's another girl that I don't. Her name is Kristen Storms, or Kirsten Storms. Sorry, Kirsten Storms. Kirsten Storms. That sounds like a porn actress now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, she was in Kim Possible. Yeah, she was in Kim Possible. Oh, okay. She was in J- Johnny Tsunami, uh, and she was in uh, Days of Our Lives for a little oh, wow. bit. Oh, she was diagnosed with endometriosis. Wow. Oh my god. Then she took maternity leave. Hopefully she's all good. Um She said that she really wanted to be on a soap opera as a kid. So she got what she always wanted. There you go. Living, um, living the dream. I'm not trying to wake up. Um The thirteenth right. year. That one sounds familiar. What is this? What is the thirteenth year? I, know, I do I not remember that. Uh, yes, I remember. What's that. wrong with his feet? He was he was an adopted teenager. His birth mother is a mermaid who left. Oh, okay. Ah, baby no. to avoid getting captured. No. Yeah. No one Disney Channel logo yeah. out of five. You're giving. You're rating that too high, dude. <laughs> well, you gotta give. All right, half a logo. Half a you logo. Can't give you. That's can't give no logo. Half a logo. Yeah. Yeah. Smart if house. I, it owes me a logo. Um, <laughs> Smart house was good. I like Smart house. Smart House was good. That was the one where they like won some drawing and they had like a super futuristic house and like the 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 son had like his wake up alarm was I think it was like Jordan hitting like, like a half court game winner, but it was like floor yeah. to ceiling screen like that. Yeah, I, that's it. Was thing. like this massive projection on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that gets a that gets a three and a half logo out of five logo. The funny thing about Smart House too is that. It portrayed the concerns that people have with about AI. Like it shows how far back that goes. At, at least how far back that goes. Yeah. Because basically the house tried to, to kill them <laughs> or just lock them down. I can't remember. Well, yeah, it, because it thought it knew better than they did. Yeah. So I mean, that sort of AI. I mean, you know what? I might have to revise it because of the prescient nature in AI sort of singularity. That you know, those are heavy topics. Yeah. For a Disney Channel movie to be tackling, so you know what, revise that to three and a half logos. I was gonna say maybe maybe Smart House helped inspire the Wachowski siblings, but I don't think that's the case because The Matrix came out in 1999, same year as Smart House. Okay, yeah. Um, Johnny Tsunami, one of the one of the goats, one of my favorite. And I was I was just looking this movie up. Um, so you remember you remember uh, Lee Thompson Young, the guy who played Jet Jackson. Yeah. Apparently, this movie was his first role. His his uh, he was he was um, Johnny's like best friend. Yeah. And I loved uh, his uh, his octopus hat when they yeah, went exactly. snowboarding. Yeah. I mean that that dude was the coolest dude. Yeah. You know he's dead now, right? What? Yeah, he he died in 2013. What happened? Uh, suicide actually he no. was he was on he was on this tv series and i think i think that he was suffering from a lot of depression no yeah oh that's tragic he was also in in one of your favorite tv shows friday night lights it looks like but i don't know if it was for more than one episode or not i remember seeing him oh wow oh that's really sad yeah um well 
Sorry, yeah. sorry to turn to to bring down the mood. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, let's move on. So it still gets four and a half though. Yeah, I don't know if there is one that gets five stars. What's well, genius? That's what I just looked at. I don't recall it. Uh, it's t- tough no. to say. No, I don't remember it. If it, uh, Emmy Rossum was in this. Really? Ooh, what? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch this. <laughs> um. Oh. Do you remember? Uh, he's trying to get close to a girl named Claire Addison who attends a local high school to be close to her. He takes on a bad boy image in an attempt to be cool and gain friends. You And you forgot to mention that he's a 13-year-old kid who goes to college or something like that. Oh, yeah. So, you yeah. know, he ain't getting it. Yeah. You ain't smashing Charlie <laughs> Boyle. All right. Do you, um, do you remember Horse Sense? Because I don't think I like that movie at all. Horse Sense? Yeah. No. It's what with is the, that? It's with the Lawrence brothers, Joey and Andrew Lawrence. Wait, is that the one where they lose the farm? Yeah, I think so. And they, I love they, that they, movie. Did you? Then they had the sequel, Jumping Ship, which I never really watched either. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We just skipped Don't Look on the Bed. I know, I know, my bad. I, I just saw Horse Sense and I, it just it got my brain going. I also uh, don't remember Don't Look Under the Bed. Wait, this isn't... This isn't Horse Sense is not the movie I thought it was. Oh. Oh, well. There we go then. Oh no, it is. Later Michael learns that Jules that the ranch is going to be foreclosed soon. The bigs are behind on their mortgage and the bank would not allow them any more time. Uh he returns, so he sells his Porsche Boxster, gets a lump sum of cash mm-hmm. to get this ranch to survive a little longer. Um on the day of the auction, Michael recalls one of the real estate classes he had previously taken in school. While his paper received a low grade, he recalled the premise was in reference to a land trust, which, if arranged in conjunction with the bank, would allow the bigs to remain on the property indefinitely and continue to work on the land without concern of any of the debt. That's funny. I like that movie, though. That was a good movie. I love how he has this realization like at the last minute. Yeah. like You would think that your life experience of a class would have would have come to mind a while you'd be before. like wait didn't i take a real estate class let me just think about it Get, you know let me find that paper um i give that movie uh three stars all right oh, not okay. three stars three logos out of five logos okay up up and away oh that's a great movie dude i'm what gonna give this that i gotta give that one like at least a four that's one of the best it's oh the family superhero families with uh with uh, uh robert townsend Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at Robert Townsend right now. Yeah, he was the father. And by the time you turn, like, say, 14, yeah, by the time you turn 14, you're supposed to have superpowers. If you don't, then it's just impossible. And so this kid, Scott, he's in this family of superheroes. And yeah. he's the only one who doesn't get, have a superpower. So he starts trying to pretend like he has like he has a superpower because he wants to fit in. So he 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 acts like he, learned, he knows how to fly and that he has, like, superpowers. So he, like, tricks his family. I mean, but you they're some dumb parents. They're if weak. you're gonna get, if you're gonna get tricked like the, that, the weakness of superheroes, Sandy, aluminum foil. Yeah, cause uh, the I remember the neighbor brought like over zucchini bread yeah. and they had to bury it in the backyard. I go, nah, dude, I'll eat that. Don't bury it. Just give it to a neighbor. Just regift that. And then at the end of the movie, the villain like put them in a cage of tin foil. <laughs> and then, you know, you know that was all due to like uh. FX 
limited budget that they'd be like, all right, we got to make this work. The bad. How can we make this look cool? The bad guy was Kevin Connolly. Oh. Yeah, and uh, and I'm pretty sure that the f- the grandfather was George Jefferson. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, I guess four stars because they got George Jefferson and Michael Connolly to uh, be in this movie. Yeah, Jeff- and it- the fact that they made uh, tinfoil look menacing. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to be. That's 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 why acting is hard because you got to look at this and be like, this ain't some bullshit right now. <laughs> you know, you got to be like, this is what's gonna put food on the table for my family, and get all the bottles in the club. Do they have? Do they even do bottles back then? Um. All right. I'm just I'm just gonna open up uh the next few. All right. Um, I don't really remember a ton of these. If you're if you don't remember them, that then we just gotta move on and be like that gets half. Make sense? Makes sense. Alright, I just opened up like 12 of these, so let's, let's just fly through these. Um, well, broke my, broke, broke my, uh, computer. Um, The Color of Friendship. I do remember that. That's the movie Ooh. about the, uh, the South African girl, right? Yeah. And Apartheid. That, that certainly introduced me to the, to, to all of that, cause I didn't know that at the time. You know? Really? You hadn't, yeah, I think when this movie came out, it was probably like what 2000 2001 somewhere in there and uh that was before like we hit that part of like world history or or other worldly affairs yeah um what's crazy is how they cast like this white girl from uh, South Africa, and like how I almost said how black and white that would be garbage. Um, how different the families are because the the black girl, her dad is a congressman who is an outspoken opponent on the apartheid system. Yeah, and this white girl, like her dad, is some police officer who's like li- or like lives in like a manor home or something. Like, okay, I see what you're doing right now, but to be a Disney Channel original movie, like, this is some, this is some heavy stuff that we're tackling. Yeah, it really is. Like, who approved of this? You know, who's, who's had a content over that's like, you know what, we got, we got to introduce kids to apartheid. You know? Yeah. Um, I'll give it, I'll give it three logos out of five logos. I don't know if they tackled it properly, because if they, if they did, I would have remembered. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Alley Cat Strike. This Great. is the movie I was talking yeah, this about. This is the movie you were talking about. Great movie. Four logos. Four yeah. logos out of five logos. Because it's bowling at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> the but the, let's be real. The, the seven ten split at the end of the movie. The, the so the, bogus. Yeah. Because <laughs> she like at one point she's like on her knees and she's like trying to place the ball properly. Mm-hmm. And then she like I think she like licked her finger to see if there was wind. Yeah. She and I did. go. I go, wait a minute. <laughs> Where are you guys bowling? Where wind is an issue? Yeah. Oh, again, you gotta get, that's a, that's a professional right there. Cause she read that in the script. She goes, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. I'd yeah. be like, really? Are we not gonna, are we, are we just gonna sit here and just be okay with what we're reading right now? Rip Girls. Uh, I don't remember this. Nope. It's something about public domain. Um, <laughs> 
It was filmed in Queens in Australia, so you know they had a good time. Yeah, for sure. Zero, a uh, half logo. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if we don't remember it at all, that's zero logo. Yeah, okay. Because I can't, right. I can't give it. All right, that's fine. What about Miracle Mir- Lane Two? Oh, this was tough because this is Frankie Muniz, right? Yeah, yeah. This but, is Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle. But here's the thing, though. He was paralyzed, right? He was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And so they were talking about, like, because I remember one point he's trying to build it, and he uh, gets disqualified because he's got, like, uh, hand brakes instead of foot brakes. Yeah, it being a soapbox racer. Right. Um, Justin tried for a trophy. What we won was extraordinary. Okay. Yeah, it's based on um, a true story. Well, I'll give it three and a half logos. I, I, re- I remember liking I remember the movie, that. but I don't remember much about the movie. Yeah, but remembering that you like the movie is enough to give it three logos, in yeah. my opinion. I'm giving the rating for you. Um, stepsister from Planet Weird. Don't remember it. Nope. Um, ready to Run. Uh, don't remember. Oh, placing headphones over TJ's ears. Oh, right. So this is the one where they're, it's like a racehorse or something. And then... Uh, the horse freaks out, so they put headphones over it, but then they think it's stimulating the horse. Um, but then, so here's the thing. They put music in the headphones to calm the horse down, right? So then the race official's like, nah, dude, that is totally illegal. You can't do that. <laughs> so then they go, fine, I'll try and, I don't know, run the race without a horse wearing headphones. So the horse is like real struggling in the beginning of this like final race. So then what this girl does is they runs into the announcer booth and puts the music over the speakers and then they win the race. Wow. I don't remember that at That's all. It's still super illegal. <laughs> That's still performance enhancing. I think I don't I don't care if you're wearing headphones, you're putting it over the speakers. It's like logical fallacy. Same one like, logo. It's still take a steroids. Yeah. You're talking about a difference between like injecting it or like taking it top spray. of it. <laughs> right one logo because of the logical fallacy <laughs> i'm sorry um all right quince i don't remember this one i actually i think i do remember kind of part parts of this movie but i don't remember a damn thing about it. like i'm looking through the plot and it doesn't oh doesn't really i ring kind too many of bells. remember that don knotts is in this really oh god he is oh wow that man needed some money um no nah. Uh, zero. I mean, I'll give it one. I'll give it half. I'll give it half because I remember it. I'll give it half because I remember it. <laughs> okay. The other me. I do remember this one. He actually clones himself. Yeah, he yes. actually clones himself, and uh, as a genius, to, and 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 he just like chills at home and stuff. Yeah, and this has actually a really surprisingly touching scene because they always go visit their grandfather in the nursing home, and he's just angry and sad and all this stuff, right? And then so he visits and this clone uh, tries to like – it says right here, makes amends with Will's old ru- – no. When the family visits Will's grandfather who never talks to anybody, the clone asks if being old hurts. Grandfather simply replies, not today. They talk and catch up for a long time. Like there was – it was crazy, dude, because you know this grandfather was a World War II vet and he saw some things. Yeah. And every day, he's just replaying the the Saving Private Ryan beat scene in his head because he was there. And it took his clone to, to literally connect with this guy for the first time in decades. Yeah. Three and a half logos. His, I remember that scene very clearly. Yeah. And the twin, the twin or the clone's name, they called him Tui. 
That's because they had a bad writer. Aaron Sorkin <laughs> was not the writer on this. Who it was directed by? Uh, these I don't know. Um, oh, it's based on a book. Interesting. Mom's got a date with a vampire. I remember this movie. Well, I don't really remember the movie. I just remember the name oh, of the Laura movie. V- is it Caroline Ray? Who's the big girl, big actress, or is it Laura Vandervoort? I think it's Caroline. Yeah, because if you look, yeah, teen- Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, yeah. Look at uh, click on Laura Vandervoort though. Oh snap! R- right? How she must have been young during this. She was young during this movie. She She's thirty two now. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Mm. I'm on her. <laughs> I'm on her website now. Wait, no. Getting distracted. Coming back. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Um, yeah, I remember it. So, let's see. Oh, this is another great one coming up. What is it? Phantom of the Megaplex. Yes, sir. Yo, this was this was big. Yeah. This was huge. Uh, teenage heartthrob Taylor Hanley. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Because there actually was a Phantom of the Megaplex, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is based off the Phantom of the Opera, and I think they had, I think they used clips of Phantom of the Opera in this movie. I can't remember. Maybe no, no. Okay. Well, so uh, there, there's a fan. There, there's supposed to be like this premiere of this like huge movie at this Midnight movie Mayhem. theater, right? Wait, say that again, Sandy. The movie was called Midnight Mayhem. Oh, Midnight Mayhem. Gotcha. And. And all of a sudden, there's something like there's something freaky going on during the movies or uh, during the the evening um, screenings of, of of various movies um, leading up to the premiere of Midnight Mayhem. Right. And the uh, the assistant manager, the 17 year old kid, uh, as Sandy Sandy calls a heartthrob, uh, teenage heartthrob, teenage heartthrob, heartthrob Tyler Teen- Hanley, full <laughs> uh, title. He's like you know trying to restore order in the theater, and I think I want to say he was like. I mean, he he clearly thought something was going wrong, right? But he wasn't like, "Oh, there's a phantom like haunting haunting the, the movie theater," right? Right. I don't think he made that connection. Yeah, no. But the question is, did he get paid enough for all this? Because if he's getting paid minimum wage, aka not getting paid enough to care, aka if I clocked out, I don't work for you anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'll give this. I'll give this two and a half. I'll give <laughs> oh, this two and a half logos. Oh, I'll give this like three, three and a half. This movie had Mickey Rooney as movie Mason, dude. Alright, all right, fine. Two and a half. Um, Ultimate Christmas Present. Don't oh, remember this. This is all. the one where she this. gets the weather machine in the snow globe type looking thing. Oh, oh. And then this like evil genius tries to come down and snatch this from her. Oh, wow. Brenda's songs in this movie? Yeah, dude. Brenda's songs the best friend. Huh. I mean, oh, I, I it wasn't an evil genius. It was a local meteorologist who was trying to <laughs> who was trying to track down. <laughs> because this, these are two very different things. There's, there's the evil genius and the local weatherman. Yeah. Same thing. Um, I know what I said. Uh, and he was just trying to track down the uh, the epicenter of this blizzard from like downtown LA because I think he needed ratings or some shit. And you know that it was a contract year. And he need to do whatever it took, and it's just the perils of Hollywood. Year. <laughs> you know, everybody tries to do better in a contract year. They're trying to get paid. Yeah, that's not that's not new. Um, what's next? Oh wait, wait, two logos out of five logos. I don't remember it very well, so okay. I can't even give it. You know. Xenon the sequel. 
Ugh, this is garbage. I, I was never, like a, this I was never even a big fan of any of the Xenon movies. I know, okay, I, you know, they were. Let's they, move on then. They were things. They were fine. We about to hit a f- uh, awesome one. Motocrossed. Yeah, Easily yeah. four and a half. <laughs> four and a half logos out of five logos. Yeah. Luckily, Irish also amazing. White kid Ken Ball. Um, you know what? You know who was in this movie? Timothy O'Munson, who plays. Detective in Psych. Love that dude. Oh, gosh. Wow. His name is Seamus McTiernan. <laughs> so racist. <laughs> so racist. Um, yeah, he was Carlton Lasseter in Psych. Um, oh, he was also in Judging Amy. Look at that. Look at that. Um, we got to move on. Yeah. Um, Hounded. Hounded. Don't remember it. Don't remember it. I'm not I even look. I'm not I even remember, opening up re- the links anymore. I remember it was a movie, but I don't remember it. Okay. Uh, Jet Jackson the movie. You know, I know it was a movie, but I, to be honest, I don't actually. Remember I don't remember the movie. it. The Jenny Project, Jumping Shift. Poof. I so I'm going down, and the next one that I remember is Cadet Kelly. Yeah, I think we're, I think what we're hitting right now is the point where we kind of stopped watching these movies. Speak for yourself. Um, yeah, it's the, t- the point where where I stopped watching these movies. Yeah, because I'm just sort of going through these, and I don't I don't remember any of these anymore. Wendy, oh, 2006, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. That is racist <laughs> as <laughs> Brenda Song. <laughs> I mean, Brenda Song isn't really milking this. Oh snap! The the Cheetah Girls and this Eddie 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 Millions Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off the Even Stevens movie. Oh, the Even Stevens movie is good. I think I, I think I watched Full Core Miracle. But Wait, I don't remember what was the about. movie where? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna get I'm gonna get weird on you now. All right. Oh God, please don't. Shia LaBeouf played a kid that was autistic. And just couldn't, like, he just had a really hard time dealing with stuff. And I know that there was one traumatic experience in particular, and he had an older sister that was not named Ren Stevens. And that was a movie, and it really hit me. I can't remember. I'm trying to go through all these. Uh, you know, you're just Googling this, aren't you? I am. Because there's Child no way I would remember. I, I, I'm gonna, it's easy to IMDB oh, him and go uh, back in time. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, he was in Hounded. Who knew? Is that it? Because that was the next one. It could be it. But I don't... No, 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 no. Hounded was the, the teenager ends up being hounded by a well-groomed and seemingly cute and tiny doll that turns out to be the nightmare no. of a beast. It's definitely not it. <laughs> uh, Shia LaBeouf's in that new movie. Yeah, that Man looks really Down. Good. I'm definitely watching that movie. I don't see a movie that looks. You know what? I got. I got. We gotta do it the old-fashioned way. Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> Disney Channel movies. True Confessions. Oh, I did see that, but I didn't remember it. But that you're right. That's it. Yeah. I couldn't remember what that was. True his, Confessions. I looked at the, the picture. His sister, yeah, aspires to be a famous filmmaker. But he has autism due to oxygen deprivation at birth. Oh my god. 
Yeah, and he just... Yeah, he... Oh my god, this movie was so touching. Four and a half logos out of five logos. Because Shia LaBeouf... I mean... Just the amazing actor that he is. What's his name of the the type of acting? Oh, Method. I don't know if he went Method for this. I don't know if you... That'd be... That would be... (laughs) (laughs) That was... That was... That was wrong. I take that back. He wasn't Method for this, but he was amazing in this movie. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love that we just went down memory lane. I really appreciated that. That was not the plan for this podcast at all. At all, I don't the know. Plan, I don't know how we got here. The plan was for me to talk about. Well, you you start talking about the Halloween party, or you, not the Halloween party, but your party. Like we were supposed to talk about my Halloween party for like five minutes, right? You were supposed yeah. to tell me about yours for like two minutes, and then we were gonna go into uh, Atlanta, which has has to be completely scrapped at this point. We're fifty three minutes in. Yeah, and and then we were gonna talk about the whole uh, the uh, the Shadow Cabal in South Korea. I mean. Okay, we let's we can, we'll finish with the Shadow Cabal because I want to give Atlanta more time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, um, and there, yeah, we could talk about because next week's this week is the the season finale anyway on right. Tuesday. So, um, so we can sort of talk about our thoughts and views of that show as a whole. Then, um, I want to talk about the Shadow Cabal now. For those that you don't know, it was brought to light uh, yesterday, sort of officially confirmed, always known by Korean people. Uh, who are in the know? Um, yeah, those in the know, but but I don't want to say the whole public because I think people probably no. I think the whole public knew actually. Really? I was gonna yeah. say I thought this is what people dismiss as kind of a conspiracy theory. Because I think it's when I'd seen I think the people. Analogy, Go ahead. I saw the analogy that people were making. It was like, oh, this is like if it if like uh, it turns out that Obama was under or the the U.S. Pre- president was just under the control of Scientology, for example. Yeah. But I figured that they were giving that analogy because it was equally un- unbelievable, and most people would just dismiss that when they heard it. And it, if unless it was confirmed to be true, then it was just like, "Whoa!" Right. I think so. My Korean friends were telling me that uh, massive corporations in South Korea basically run that country. So, like Hyundai has its own sort of like bank and. Like, it's basically, it's its own little community of, like, smaller offshoot companies that provide every good and service you could possibly need. I see. And, like, Samsung, um, then. Samsung is equally as big. Like, these are, these, it's like Evil Corp, you know, from, uh... Yeah, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. So, they go, the precedent is there for, like, quote-unquote corporation-style, like, uh, leadership planning is there. Um, and it just turns out that the president president prime minister president right yeah president um of south korea is actually none of her decisions that she's made while in office have been quote-unquote hers they've all been signed off and sort of made for her by a group that's are they are they officially called the shadow cabal i don't know what they're actually calling them but i know uh, there's a korean like name for them yeah I did see that. The Heavenly Fairies? It, yeah, it's something about, yeah, the, the something, like, eight, there are, like, eight of them. Yeah. And the, the identity, the, the identity of just one of them is known. Supposedly, she's kind of, like, a, a psychic, I guess, kind of. Wait, what? I thought one of them was, like, a fashion designer. I saw that one of them, she, they, they, they were calling her a shaman. 
and oh, oh and I think that her her location is not currently known, but it's supposed to be somewhere in Germany right now. Um, oh, right, because she ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, and how do you come back from something like this? Supposedly, what I'd seen yesterday, and like kind of like an explain or a a out of the loop thread on Reddit was that um, the president, the current president of of uh, South Korea. Her parents were killed when she was young. I think it was like 1971 that her mother was assassinated. And like three years later, her father was assassinated in 74. And she started looking for like religious and maybe spiritual guidance at some point. And one of these women, this this shaman, was someone who was kind of like a mentor to her for a long time. And I think this is one of those one of the people that was that's on that. uh, That's part of the shadow cabal. Uh huh. I don't know if it's as extreme as this, but some people were saying that like she doesn't even pick her clothes for like public events, public public appearances. Uh, if you're gonna control her, might as well control every aspect of her. Uh, that seems too intense. Like, no, that does ma- seem too could, intense. Could you imagine if you're part of this this organization and you're making these major like financial and economic decisions? Yeah. And they're like, okay, but now we got to hit the real important things. What shirt did we wear today? Right. My question to you. If we can sort of let's let's start making this into a hypothetical. If you had to be, if you had to follow a shadow cabal, right? Like you just, if you decide, you know what? Here's the rules. You are no longer making decisions. Okay, like uh, the estate control is out of your hands now. Right. And you need. Let's not go with eight. Eight's a lot of people with fifty-seven minutes left. Three people. Right. The triumvirate. The people that are going to make decisions for you that you have to follow, like whatever they say goes. Who do you have? Who's who's behind closed doors? Oh boy, helping feel- Reza make Illuminati style decisions. I'm going to need some some former world leaders on this committee, and I and obviously they have to be living. We can't say like living or dead, so right. they have to be they have to be former former world leaders. But I'm also going to want like an equal representation of I, I I want this to be more of a bipartisan committee. I don't want I don't want I don't well maybe not maybe not. I feel like if I want this if I want to to uphold this this wait this, wait, wait, wait no you're not president dude oh oh I'm not okay no this is every day oh this is like, every day this, like your this, life this, decisions oh, oh just my life this decisions. is this is just you oh oh okay. I was like you're not gonna get a Henry Kissinger just oh, like take bad. time out of his yeah that's what I thought no. My fault. I'm sorry. I, I thought clear. I thought I was throwing Obama behind door number one. Just be like, yo. If you, if you listen, if you want there Obama you to help you make it through life, you can have him. Okay. Okay. Now I'm gonna need I'm gonna need like important like social uh, a social person. Okay. I feel like I feel like there's certain aspects of life where you can use you can use kind of key advisors to like, be experts and things. So yeah, I want like a social person. I want like a financial person. Uh huh. And and then uh, what what's what's my third person that I need? Maybe maybe just maybe just I need maybe just, maybe I just need a good friend. So okay. maybe 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 I throw you in there, Sandy. Right? Oh Jesus! I'll you throw don't you want in me. Number one, right? Yeah, I'll be just I'll be I'll be I'll be messing with levers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does this do? <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna throw you in there as number one, right? Okay. Now my social person, I need like God save us all. I need I need a good like. I don't know I, if it's a, I know a celebrity. I know who. who. Give me, give me suggestions. You want You're... Justin Timberlake? Oh God, that's a good one. That dude is on point. That dude will help you through anything. 
Yeah, I was thinking like I was thinking Leo. That was the first person that came to my nah, mind. Nah, dude, I think, Leo I think, is just trying to bang. Yeah, yeah, he's too exactly, which is why I didn't say it. So, but I think Justin Timberlake is certainly a, a strong, a strong candidate. And that man can dance. Yeah, that man can, can dance. Do you how to he dance. can sing. He can act. He can. He can do it all. I mean, you're getting you're getting so much out of him. Yeah, he's you get like, the triple threat. He's, like a, he's more than triple threat. He's yeah, like, I know. <laughs> he's like one of those NBA fantasy players that just wins in every category. Right now. So many, so many now I would love to, I would love to have like a, like an athlete, you know, just so I can scrimmage against them and and get dunked on nonstop. But can't do that. My third person is LBJ. Kind of the, <laughs> exactly. The third person. I think LeBron James be, would be a great person to have. I think he really would be pretty strong for like for for some for some things. But but the third person that came to my mind when it came to like the economic, financial, and like business decision is is Elon Musk. Okay. I feel like you know he's doing he's doing a lot he's doing a lot with uh, with SpaceX with Tesla he did a lot in his past with like PayPal so um, I feel like okay. he's, I feel like he'd be a, he'd be it a really wasn't good... an easy ride to get there no so you got to be okay if he's like listen you gotta you gotta take money out of one pocket to pay another thing hey, Rob Peter pay Paul and you got to be okay with that <laughs> you got to be okay with his level of uh, risk you know. So now I'm running, the farm. Like, I'm running. I'm running Ponzi's over here. I'm not saying you're running Ponzi's. I'm just saying, like, are you gonna have Howard palpitations if he tells you to be risky at your age? I see. I see. But you know I what? Mean, this is the whole point, right? That's why like, I got you there. That's why I got you there because you're 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 there to keep to keep things in check at times. You know. I feel like, like not. Well, no, because do you need things in check if the idea is that these people are not gonna run your life to maximize? your potential, right? That you do you want do you want checks? Like these people obviously know what they're doing. Shouldn't shouldn't you just follow what they're what they say? I guess so. Are you okay? Are you willing to live with the consequences? Shit doesn't work. But they did the best they could. Ho- hopefully hopefully when things mess up in my social life, Justin Timberlake can teach me could teach me a few dance moves and we can we, <laughs> glide we can, on out of there we can sound, yeah <laughs> glide on out of there we can make a few people happy yeah you, you can recover that's okay. the hope that's the hope okay so who do you show so you're elon musk justin timberlake and me yeah sandy zoo all right well i was gonna say you but that's too cute now um yeah, i you feel can't like i can't do you um if i have my sister on there oh yeah yeah, I'll put my sister. If I can't, if, if, I, if I can't have you, that's a song, right? If I can't have you, um, <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> we take it to a place, Reza. Never go back. Um, this is a disaster. This is all falling apart. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a lot better in my head, but we're not. We're not even making it anywhere. Um, I'd have my sister on this panel. I wanted Justin Timberlake. Uh, did you? But I'll go with Obama. I'll go with Obama. Okay. All right. Um, actually, no, do I want to go with Obama? <laughs> I feel like I want somebody funny. Oh, man. Like, like a Kevin Hart? Like no. A, I feel like, I, well, yeah. Well, Kevin Hart could Kevin be Hart's good, too actually. Silly. He's too silly. You have yeah, but to that work. man grinds, though. Yeah, he does. The hardest but. working man in Hollywood, right? Like, I could use that energy. I could yeah. use that kind of positivity in my life. So you can't do a Chappelle though because he has a bit of he has a bit of like no I guess comedians in general a lot of comedians kind of have this dark side oh yeah 
if you go with like Bill Burr, you're gonna be angry all the time. I'm already angry all the time. You know this, <laughs> but you don't. You don't. You certainly don't voice it the way Bill Burr does. Now, no. don't get me wrong. Love Bill Burr, but you love can't, Bill you, Burr. You, you can't have those temper tantrums that, or the just the, the the outburst that he has. Right. I can't have him saying we're no longer using Wi-Fi because it gives you ball cancer. Like I can't have <laughs> I can't have that kind of. Uh, energy in my life although i would love to have bill burr as a uh consigliere um but you're right i can't go with bill burr bill burr doesn't make sense so my sister's on this right now who else would be on this obama you said maybe i was thinking kanye but kanye's wild i can't have kanye Kanye too yeah kanye's crazy (laughs) can't can't have that i think kanye just can't voice his i think he i think he speaks really quickly without fully um thinking the the thinking how he wants to convey what he's thinking so i think he has a thought in his head that completely makes sense to him and yeah. then he tries to voice it to people and it just sounds like craziness that's Maybe exactly it but it just sounds absurd like what are you talking about like when he was in, in the interview with sway like all of a sudden he starts getting really riled up and it's like what are you so angry about you ain't got the answer sway yeah and then it turns out it's like oh mustafa my, my brother he he could be a great Kanye translator because he can break he bro- he was able to break this down like he's really frustrated with his efforts to like break into this fashion world and he 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 was basically saying like you know there's all these barriers that people keep putting up and they refuse to believe that he can do it so I don't know um damn would you go with the rapper? I could go with a rapper. Who you got? Would you Would you go with like, I don't I don't know if a, if a young rapper is is as good as maybe like an older rapper who's seen some things. Like, would you go with like a Jay Z? Mm, nah. I know you. I know you're not a huge Jay Z. Like, no, nah, I gotta hear his voice. Of- I can't have it. I can't have it. <laughs> I can't have it. I can't. I can't listen to that man's rap. I, what about what about a what if, what if what if his voice? What if his words came in through like a Beyonce? Like they're a tag team anyway. No, nah, I'm not a fan of Beyonce. Oh, but not not her voice. All right, I'm not a fan of her music. Oh, okay, I'm like one of three people in the world who aren't, isn't a fan of Beyonce. So, without me, thank you. I didn't know this. It's my my bad. Yeah. Um, can't have Drake. I be I, I don't want to be that sad all the time. Starts rapping about Marvin's room all of a sudden. <laughs> like I I come on, it's too nice of a day out to be sad. Um, just talking about starting from the bottom. Um. This is really tough. I thought I I thought I knew the oh, I would have Tom Hanks. Love Tom Hanks. Yeah. America's sweetheart, one of my favorite actors. Did you see the video with him? Uh he was kind of I think he was taking a walk. I don't think he was taking a run, but he was walking through, we'll just say it was Central Park and he like happens upon this group that are taking these wedding photos. Oh yeah. And he like they don't stop him. He like walks in and it's like, "Oh, hey, How's it going? Like, sorry for interrupting. And just kind of like introduces himself, gets their names. And then they ask for a picture of him, right? But then he just as enthusiastically asks for a picture of them. And then he posted on Twitter and he's, you know, you know, congratulations to like whatever their names were. Um, but you, you think like someone who's been acting for as long as he has, what, it's been 40 years. Yeah. And he still has these like casual interactions with fans and just he still seems so happy. Yeah, he's a That's nice a guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's on the list. 
So I got I got my sister and Tom Hanks. Okay. Hmm. Is I'm there like, a certain criteria, like a certain no. person that you type of trying to no. fill? Okay, just kind of just... a money guy does make sense though. Would you go for like just a good investor? Get that uh, money. Yeah, I mean, I really should have. I I feel like three people isn't enough. You know. I yeah, feel like yeah, you need but, like a whole shadow ball to do this properly. <laughs> but for um, this, but for the sake of time, because we're already we're already at seventy minutes or almost at seventy minutes. Hey, hey, I gave you time. I know, I know. I, I'm giving you time. I'm just saying that's why we're doing. I want to take Justin Timberlake too. Uh, you're gonna take Justin. He was mine. All right. Okay, my sister, Tom Hanks, and the one and only JT Superstar. There we go. I'm a big fan of Justin Timberlake. That man can make some music. <laughs> I think that's it for this week, man. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll cut it off here. We'll talk about Atlanta next time. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>